Ladies and gentlemen, biatches of all ages, it's time to turn up your radios for the most entertaining and important podcast you've ever listened to in your entire life. No, I'm not talking about the Ralph Report. I'm talking about Bridget from the East Coast. I'm talking about Aaron from the West Coast. They are the bi-coastal biatches. Ladies, the stage is yours. What do you got for us this week? Hey, Aaron, how the fuck are you tonight? Um, <laughs> real answer or real answer give it to us real baby give it to us real uh so i am battling some sort of a, a intestinal stomach issue it could be colitis it could be ulcerative colitis it could be diverticulitis um basically i have to get a colonoscopy and i'm too young for that but yay <laughs> and um anyway i've basically been on an all liquid diet since friday and um I'm sorry. I'm lying to everyone. I've been on an all liquid, clear liquid diet, but I'm allowed to have Jello. They consider Jello a clear liquid, so I've mm-hmm. eaten quite a bit of uh, lime Jello. But yeah, I'm very tired. Uh, Bridget can vouch for me. My hydration that I'm drinking during today's show—oh, the label's backwards, so she can't vouch. There we go. Is Cherry Punch Pedialyte because I'm drinking at least one uh, of the big bottles of Pedialyte a day. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've lost six pounds since Friday, so that's, that's awesome. Good. That's yeah. That's always good when you get a a weight loss out of a illness. You know, yeah. I oh. wish it would happen to me more often, but you know, I don't know, man. It's I I have had some very interesting color shits the last couple of days. So. <laughs> Well, you keep eating green jello and red Pedialyte, and you'll definitely be having different colors. Yeah. You'll be thinking you got period shits going on, and it, there won't be any period involved. I will say, whatever of the three possible ailments it is, uh, all of them have a pretty urgent, you have to shit now kind of a vibe mm-hmm. to them. So it's 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 been real period shit reminiscent around here. Um And speaking of period shits, though not technically period shits, while I was at my absolute worst, weakest, and I had to call my mom and dad to bring me like Jello and more Pedialyte because I knew if I drove to the store, I'd shit my pants. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, you come across (laughs) the river to my side and please help me. I'm very sick and I know I'm an adult and I am dying and I need help. (laughs) And all the while... I'm asking for help. My dog has had bloody shit diarrhea all <sighs> throughout my house. And so I can't be mad at Abby because now she also might be dying. I don't know. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to. And then I'm like, oh, God, I have to shit. So it was like the <laughs> longest time I've ever cleaned bloody shit off a carpet. Uh, to be fair, it's the first time I've cleaned bloody shit up off of a carpet. But I was like cleaning it and then i was like i have to go to the bathroom and i was oh, cleaning God. it and i had to go to the bathroom yeah it was uh it was it was a rough day for me so i can just imagine yeah i can just if, imagine what about you i'm sure whatever it is <laughs> can't be as bad oh wait <laughs> so i decided to cook the other day and i was chopping vegetables and apparently um I thought my um, thumb was part of the red peppers I was chopping up. And um, I chopped, I, well, I didn't really chop my thumb off. I No, not really. I definitely didn't chop my thumb off. 
I just gave it a really good slice across it, got into my nail bed and I'm standing there and I was prepping stuff to put in the um, crock pot and the meat was all browned and I was just chopping up like the last of the vegetables, but I still had to put like some sauce in there and stuff like that. So I literally grab a paper towel. I wrap it around my thumb because I'm looking at it and I try rinsing it off and it hurt too much to rinse off. So I wrap it up in the paper towel and because it hurt too much to rinse off, I knew I couldn't take care of it myself. So I finished chopping my vegetables with this giant paper towel wrapped around my thumb that I'm watching the blood starting to go through. <laughs> I shove it in the crock pot. I'm op- trying to use the can opener to get the thing because I got the old fashioned can opener. I don't have an electric one. Putting that in there. So I made sure I got my crock pot stuff started, started the crock pot, and then had to brush my teeth and put clothes on to go to the urgent care where they proceeded to give me three stitches. And like, and the woman even said, she's like, it's a really clean cut, which is good. Uh, but the problem was, is it wasn't, it wouldn't stop bleeding. So they had to give me the stitches because otherwise she was going to try and do that like glue band aid, that liquid or whatever. So like to glue it shut, but she had to do the stitches instead. So now they're giving me the sh- first off. She's like, well, when was your last tetanus shot? Who the fuck knows when their last fucking tetanus shot was? You probably know. Of course you do as you raise your hand. Fuck you. Um, so they had to give me a tetanus shot. And then she's like, okay, we're going to put lidocaine in your hand so you don't feel it. So she's giving it time to kick in. And she's like, is your is it numb yet? I'm like, well, what's it supposed to feel like numb? Because it doesn't feel any different. So after about 10 minutes, she finally starts working on it. And I'm like, oh, oh. and she's like, I guess it's still not, not numb. And I'm like, nope, not numb yet. But it got to the point where I just had to let her go in there and do what she needed to do. And I like really turned to her at one point and said, well, I guess I couldn't be a pioneer woman and deal with this shit myself. Ironically, I was going to say to you that between Outlander and Dr. Pimple Popper, I'm sure if we're ever together and you need stitches, I can do it. I've watched them do it enough. I know how to use that little hook needle and pull it through. I'm good at it from watching. I'm certain of it. I'm sure you very well could do it, plus your sewing skills and everything like that. Um, I can do little hand sewing, but, you know, it's the inflicting pain upon myself that I have an issue. So I went home with gauze and bandages and this and that. And then I had to pick up surgical soap to pour on it to keep it clean. So I go back over the weekend. I have to get the stitches taken out. She did also like to tell me that I'm probably going to lose my fingernail. And the, the best part of this whole thing is it's my left thumb. And you don't realize how much you use your thumb until you need to use it. You should see me. I had to go into work today. I actually had to put clothes on because I had a um, an appointment with my ortho, not my ortho, my podiatrist to get my orthotics. So I had to put clothes on. So I had to try and put a bra on. So I felt like I was a 12-year-old girl who didn't know how to put their bra on, who, who like literally had to do the closure, the back closures in, in front of them on their stomach and turn it around and slip my arms in. And then I'm trying to pull up my jeans, but like my thumb, I can't, I got to keep that away. And then I'm like, well, I'm not fucking, fucking putting shoes on because then I'm going to do something with this. So I get the podiatrist, he gets the things on. So we're going to try out my new sneakers with the, the orthotics. And so now I got to, I'm trying to tie my shoe 
And he's like, do you want help? I'm like, well, I'm going to try. So he, I'm doing the first one and I'm forcing it. He's like, you're really stubborn, aren't you? <laughs> and I'm like, just a little bit. And finally I look at him and I say, can you do the other one, please? He's like, no problem. <laughs> so I got my orthotics today too. So that was good. But like, so yeah. you look like you have Shaquille. You look like someone sewed Shaquille O'Neal's thumb onto your hand <laughs> because there's so much gauze and packing on it that it's like an inch longer than your other thumb. Like it's, it's oh, it yeah. looks insane. It does. It's crazy. Oh, it's absolutely God. crazy. Well, I'm it's glad you. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't lose your thumb. The tip of your thumb. Oh, and you God. don't realize how much you're banging into it until you bang into it constantly. You really don't. So I got to put gloves on when I take a shower. Oh, and that's the other thing. She's like, don't get it wet. So I put these, she's like, you put gloves on it. So now I'm in the shower. I'm trying to wash my hair, but I can't really wash my hair. So I feel like there's soap film in my hair and it's gross. And I haven't been able to shave my armpits. And I'm just like, I'm falling fucking apart. And on Thursday, I have my annual, my gynecologist. So God only knows what she's going to be dealing with. When oh, I man. There. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was my weekend. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're, uh, we're, we're awesome people right now. I, there's not words other than awesome for our lives. Um, but Hey, guess what? Some of our listeners like us and Ooh. also they left us messages that don't hopefully involve bleeding or shitting. So let's jump into our voicemails and get started. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay. Our first voicemail I normally would say it's from Tally Man Todd, but on this case, I kind of feel like I should call him Willie Nelson because he titled his voicemail On the Road. And so then I immediately went, On the Road Again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> anyway, here it is from Tally Man Todd. Hello, ladies. So I am calling to you from the road. Right now, we are currently in Abilene, Texas. We have already driven a total of 1,266 miles and still have about 700 to go. Anyways, your tally for last week was eight dicks and 92 fucks. Um, yeah, it's been a hell of a road trip so far and we're having some fun, but it's it a long drive. As Matthew said, it sucks, but it's a long drive out there. Um, anyways... Uh, Waverly Hills Sanatorium was really awesome. I'll have to go in detail with you guys about that. But me and Victoria are also going to do a ghost hunt with Bloody Mary in New Orleans Sunday night. So we'll have to tell you about that. And yeah, anything you want to say real quick, Matthew? I hate this road trip. <laughs> Anyways, this is Tally Man Todd and his son, Matthew. And we're out. See ya. All right. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, thanks for popping on the show Matt that's cute you're cute I love it sorry the road trip sucks but when you're an adult you're gonna be like fuck road trip yes <laughs> um also I I have discovered a place that uh you know if Todd and Victoria and I are ever in uh Arkansas I want to investigate I'm in Denver so uh, we'll have to do some haunting stuff um that's all I have to say yeah, I'm sorry the road trip sucks, but you know, it's a lasting memory that one day you'll really appreciate. Just sucks for the reason why and everything. 
but I hope Todd had a good birthday. I hope it sounds like they're at least having fun on the road, which is the most important thing. Yeah. Just don't look in a mirror and say Bloody Mary three times. Hey, nope. All right. <laughs> good talk. Good talk. Um, so moving right along to our next thing, I want to say that our stealth strummer called back. So I figured I'd cue it on up and maybe we will finally get the answers that we didn't get the first time or the second time to our questions. Here we go. Can a streetcar return? Bridget, you ask such great questions. So I was in my car and this other person was in a different place. Well, 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 Miss Stealthful Strummer. Did I say that right? I don't know. That was very, very nice. You two getting it on separately, but together at the same time. That is fucking awesome. Sounds like you had a very, very good time. But now let me ask, were the two of you on the phone with one another? Or did you just happen to know each other were taking care of business at the same time? See, I have more questions for my selfful strummer. So call back with some more. At this point, I'm probably going to have to come up with like a self strummer graphic, or we're going to need some kind of like a short intro song. We haven't heard from Raul in a while, so maybe Raul, if you want to come up with some kind of a fun sound clip, or better yet, where the fuck's John Cooperman? <laughs> yes, make where us is some Coop? fucking jingles. Mm-hmm. But text his ass. Yes, better, you do. Better listen to this shit. Just kidding. I don't care. I love you guys. You're all wonderful. <laughs> I I'm just really hungry. Sorry. <laughs> That's what no food will do to you. It'll make you hungry and cranky and bitchy. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, this seems like a good time for us to maybe take a break. Sounds good to me. Okay. Well, we will be back in just a minute. Hey, I'm Pantsless Aaron. This is Stevie. And I'm Augie. And we are Because Fuck You, That's Why, the podcast that's all about playing games and having fun. Our games are mostly based on British panel shows or British game shows, but we'll play just about anything that catches our attention and imagination. Our show is all about laughs, so please come by and have a great time. Why? Because Because Fuck You, That's Why. Okay. Hey, thanks, guys, for those sweet messages. And let's uh, jump right into our review section here. So I go at it. Literally, I guess. <laughs> I did, literally. So lovely listener, Kristen Farley, friend of the show, real sweetheart. She sent me a little surprise in the mail. It came to our P.O. box and it is a vibrator. I wonder why she sent me a vibrator. What? shocking right so she said to me she told me i could review it she said to give her credit whether i wanted to or not whether i liked it or not but to give her credit um but you know obviously i want to thank her because i have now gotten since we've started this two vibrators from two different people so you know i'm just going to keep adding to my toy collection anybody want to send me any more toys the p.o box info is up there and you can feel free to do so you can send me money too if you want you know 
I just want to say that I don't have a P.O. box yet, but Bridget has my address, and Raul has my address, and Todd has my address, and no one sends me any fucking thing. I love polar bears. I like craft beer. I love my dog. I like video games. I also masturbate. I know it's not as often as Bridget, apparently. I'm just saying, no one sends me anything. But please continue of this beautiful gift from Kristen Farley. So Kristen sent me this new toy. It's called Main Attraction. It is a vibrator. It's purple, which I love. So I think we'll post a picture of it as part of the um, the collage for the post. But basically, there is an internal spot for, it works for your G spot, but it also has a separate piece that's attached to it which will also get your clitoral stimulation. It looks like one of those spiral nerfs to like help young kids learn how to throw a football. Like legit, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it does. Like, so the internal piece that gets to, gets your G spot. It's a nice bulbous space as I'm rubbing (laughs) and playing with it. Right. And it's got a few like ridges on it. So, you know, to help with some of that. And then, you know, of course, you got the, the the piece for the clitoral. It almost sort of was like um, one of the old school, like, jackrabbit vibrators, except it doesn't do the up and down. So there are remote. It's um, a rechargeable one. I think it might be waterproof, but I could be wrong. I didn't look at that. And then it has two different sets of um, controls here because both pieces vibrate and or don't vibrate depending on what you want. And there's different vibrating settings. So I don't know. Let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can get a sound. Can you yeah, hear that? I hear it. So that's the lowest level. And that's just the internal piece. What I will say, ooh, that really gets my fucking hand, that the vibrating is very, very strong on that internal piece. Very, okay. very strong, which is nice. Um, then the clitoral piece. Whoops. Still trying to figure out how the sucker works. So the clitoral vibrating also works. You get that one or no? Oh yeah, that sounds like a truck drove by my house. So that's just the clit piece. It doesn't this the that's only the clit vibrating part, not the whole thing. Um, so this is all the clit. So it's definitely got. Oh wow, I'm looking at how it's like vibrating so I could see the purple going back and forth. It looks like a movie going in fast forward. You know what I mean? Um, so it's got really strong vibrating aspects. And then if you wanted, you could put both pieces on together. I'm going to turn the vibrating off for now because that part distracts me. <laughs> Shocking, right? So the vibrating on here is great. I love the fact that you can set the controls to either have the internal, the external, or both going you can set the different vibratings. Um, one could be really strong. One could be a little less. So you're not stuck on doing all strong, all low, whatever like that, which is, I think that's right because maybe you want one stronger and the other one less strong. So all of that I love. The only thing that I had a problem with and, you know, every person's body is different. Obviously what people like is different. Um, I, I have a preference for clitoral stimulation rather than internal stimulation, though I definitely like this internal stimulation. The problem is, is this two-prong approach here. I felt like I had a very hard time getting the clitoral spot piece 
in the right spot with the external. I feel like the internal piece needed to be like either a little bit longer or stretched a little further apart from the internal, from the clitoral portion. So I had a hard time getting it just in the right position. However, the vibrational portion of it worked fucking wonders. So um, I give it a strong B. But again, this on somebody else's body might work perfectly. But it's definitely something I would put into my um, routine of toys to use. So I give it a thumbs up, chopped off finger thumbs up. <laughs> and what's it called again for our listeners? It is called Main Attraction. It is from the company Pure Romance. I believe Kristen may actually be a sa- uh, saleswoman for uh, Pure Romance products. Oh. She also is part of the product. And I don't know if she sent it to me separately or if it was part of, the per- uh, of this purchase when she got it. It also came with a toy bag. And for those of you who don't know, it's very important that with your toys that you keep them in uh, bags and that you don't necessarily have them um, touch each other. And it's more true for some of the older toys, less for the newer ones that are made of this material, which I believe is the silicone material. But I'm probably totally wrong on that because, word forbid, I actually paid paid that much attention to do a review. But what happens is, is with the old ones, like the older, they had like more of that jelly material, right? If they sat next to each other and they touched, they could actually meld together and you could, um, besides the fact that they would meld together, but even still, like you would lose um, the integrity of the product. So, so, you know, you're making yourself more likely to have uh, germs get in you and cause other problems like that. But at this toy is definitely a good toy to try. I love the vi- I love the multitude of options for the vibrating. I just wish this that the clitoral piece was a little further apart, or that the internal piece was maybe a little longer or something like that. Because for my body, I had a hard time getting it in just the right spot. So, but otherwise, it's definitely a, a, a thing that if somebody asked me, I would say, yeah, give it a shot, try it. So. Thumbs up. All right. This seems like a good segue into my review, which is really just going to be, I guess, a a discussion. But so you suggested a movie for me, which was a good old fashioned orgy with Jason Sudeikis and some other people, including, oh shit, I always forget his name. It's like Tyler Levine or Levine. uh, Tyler Levine. Yeah. Oh, I have had such a fucking crush on Tyler Levine. In fact, when I saw that he got married in 2007, I was like, dumb. Um, I just think he's a real cutie. And he always plays like that awkward, gross dude or whatever. Um, yeah. But anyway, so uh, for those of you who've never seen it, because I also hadn't, here is my very quick synopsis. Um, bunch of 30-somethings who were all friends back in the day and stayed besties all go to a beautiful, beautiful home in the Hamptons and they go out and ride the Jitney to get there and have these lavish parties like the white trash uh, party they had. They were racing tractors and all kinds of just killer, killer parties. Uh, the highlight of the white trash was that at one point uh, somebody eats bean dip out of a toilet because they used a toilet <laughs> as a bowl for bean dip and I was like, that's fucking genius! Isn't it? 
Yeah. Anyway, so his dad, uh, Jason Sudeikis is the main character. His dad decides he's going to sell the house. And so they decide to have this one last like blowout party for Labor Day. And and that ends up being an orgy. And obviously complications and hilarity ensue. And it's it's a really fun. It's like if you took The Hangover or Bridesmaids or one of those like very uh, physical comedy type scenarios but then you added in like the coming of age vibe of like some young adult films i felt like it had that vibe to it where it was just like there was some angst there was some unrequited love there were some issues but ultimately it was just a really fun i wouldn't even say rom-com just a fun comedy Mm -hmm. it's a sweet little movie it really is of like these 20 year olds who are finally realizing that you know they're not college kids anymore you know sort of time to grow up and stuff like that. Yeah. The cast is great. I mean, Lake Bell, Nick Kroll, Leslie Bibb, Don Johnson playing Jason Sudeikis' dad. Basically, is like, is basically an older brother, let's be real. Yeah, seriously. Um, what's her, I can't think of her name, the one that played, or is that Leslie, or um, the realtor Kelly, I can't think of what her name is. That's Leslie Bibb. Okay. Yeah, she's cute as a button, and I love I love her because she's one of those really like skinny actresses that has like a little like little belly on her. Like you can mm-hmm. see that she had a sandwich that day, kind of a belly. And it's the cutest fucking thing because she's pretty flat chested. Mm-hmm. She's not she's rocking like maybe an A, B cup max. <laughs> but she's got this little belly and she never like tries to suck it in or whatever. And so there's this really sweet scene with them on the beach and she has like some little red shorts on. And I'm like, mm-hmm. look at her little belly. I fucking love you. And then the the girl, the short brunette, the girl with the bob that uh, hooks oh. up with the the Jewish guy that quit. Oh God, is that got fired? Is that Michelle Borth? I'm gonna look it up. I'm Maybe it up. she's cute as a button. No. She was in something on like the CW or something in like the early 2000s, and I was like, whatever. You're in this movie. She's cute as a button. She played girl that had lost some weight and wasn't real comfortable in her skin and Lindsay sloan she was also in the remake of the odd couple with matthew perry and um the uh the other guy who's actually found very funny thomas lennon is it i don't know i have to see but yeah she's she's adorable she really is Oh yeah, it's Thomas Lennon. It's the yeah. he's got kind of like a little tiny pointy bird nose. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yep, yep, yep. I love him. He is hilarious. Right. He was Lieutenant Jim. Uh... Yes, yes, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And you know what I liked about it is like you know if when, the first time I saw the title before I saw who the cast was, I was like, oh god, this is going to be one of those sleazy little you know films or whatever where they're going to you know cheap excuse for sex and stuff like that. There was a lot less nudity than there should be for an orgy film. Exactly. Exactly. And then I like the fact that um, it ends up about being real relationships. And and that's just, you know, it's just a really sweet movie that it's like one of those things I caught on cable one day. I was like, oh, well, watch it. Stakus is in it. You know, how bad can it be? You know, if nothing else, it'll kill two hours or whatever. And I ended up like really enjoying the film and being completely surprised by it. I do like that they're Indian or their friend. So the the orgy was like a Indian, like Middle Eastern kind of like chill vibe. They were going to like 
focus on like the Kama Sutra and stuff. And um, their two like super square married friends uh, mm-hmm. weren't invited and they were going to try to crash it. And they showed up <laughs> as uh, American Indians. But as we now would say, because that would be wrong, we would call them Native Americans. And they show up like fucking headdress, <laughs> like Pocahontas. I mean, it was it was intense. I was like, "Oh God, they got it so wrong." Um, no, it was it was, it was a good little film. I'm really glad you recommended that for me. So I, I definitely enjoyed it. And that girl, the from the couple, the married couple, her name is Lucy Punch. She's actually an English actress. She was in the movie Saint Trinian's. Yeah, she was also in a TV show whose name I'm drawing a total blank on. But it was a cop show in England, and it stars Maggie Smith's son, who was at the one of the hot pirates in the Black Sails show. Fuck, what was the name? Vexed. The TV show was Vexed. Vexed. Huh. I'll have to take a look and, at that. Yeah. Except have you he's seen got hair Saint in that. Trinians? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love St. Trinians. So silly, so stupid, but I love it. Totally she- dumb, but I love it. Yeah, but she was in that show too. And I, you know, I realized every time I turn around, I see her in something and I thoroughly enjoy it. So she's just completely over the top. Definitely worth watching. Speaking of dumb, we're going to get to Roger Rabbit in a second because it's not dumb, but I should have made you watch Spice World. That- I saw Spice World a gazillion years ago. Oh, it it is so... Let's be, let me be like a hipster kid and say it's so meta. Um, <laughs> they, they like openly poke fun at themselves and like, they don't even try to do special effects. Like there's a scene where the bus is jumping and they're just like, here's a fucking like matchbox double decker bus. And they just <laughs> throw it across this. Like it's, oh, it's so good. And baby Alan Cummings is in it. He's like mm. two. <laughs> Yeah, it's got Richard be. E. Grant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's fucking terrific. He's so good in that. I. It's just. It's a really funny film. So for any of our listeners that you know have access to, I don't know. I guess probably a VHS player and own it. <laughs> you can watch it. I don't know where you would stream that. So don't put that it's, shit on me. It's I own be it somewhere. It's I own be it. Somewhere. So if you live in I'm the sorry, Portland you area, own it. Yeah. If you live in the Portland area and you're not a murderer. I can bring out my three Spice Girl dolls. Spoiler, they're all Jerry Hallowell. And we can watch Spice World together. Um, But you have to be not a murderer. So there's going to be background checks and shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, Speaking of murder. (laughs) Who framed Roger Rabbit? So I rewatched Who Framed Roger Rabbit because it came out in 1988, and that was my junior year of high school. Um, I was 17 when it came out, and I remember when it came out, and I remember watching it probably on video through Blockbuster or something. Um, and I remember enjoying in, enjoying it, enjoying it when I saw it. But like you know, I didn't really remember much of it. But so I went back and rewatched it. And obviously, to the brief synopsis, um, a, a, a human gets killed, Roger Rabbit gets framed for it, and Bob Hoskins plays the detective who has to determine, find out who really did kill the, the human guy whose name I'm drawing a total blank on because, Lord forbid, I remember any of this shit. Um, the Acme Corporation's owner. Um, Arcane Maroon? 
Yes, there you go. Thank you. No, that's from Maroon Tunes. Marvin Acme is the first murder. Yes. And then R.K. Maroon. Yes. So I remember when this was coming out. And so I remember what a big deal it was. The merger of the DC, uh, the the DC, (laughs) Warner Brothers cartoons and the Disney cartoons. I remember reading the stories about the negotiations that they had to do for it. Um, And I got to tell you, when I went back to rewatch it, I could not believe how well the cartoon graphics held up over the years. I mean, this is over 30 plus years ago. This is because, I don't know, I forget how many years I'm out of college now, (laughs) out of high school now, but I could not believe how well the graphics held up. Like, and I'll be honest, I would rather watch these types of graphics than the graphics in most of the modern cartoons. And I know the modern modern cartoons, they're all lush and they're CGI and they do all this, or not CGI, they're this digital shit and it's, they get this depth, but there's something about those old fashioned cartoons that just bring, makes me, it's, it, it's, what's the word I'm looking Nostalgic. for? Thank you. Yes, yes. That sense of nostalgia comes out. And like, I was never big into the Warner Brothers cartoons, but like hearing that music and just watching that, you know, the stupid slapstick comedy and stuff, it just, it made me happy. It really did. It was like fun to watch that. The Daffy Donald scene. (gasps) That's fantastic. That is fantastic. And then I went back and I reread about how like they had actually drawn, I think it was Daffy one way and no, not, uh, yeah, Daffy, Daffy one way and Warner brothers didn't approve and they made them go back and redo it in the classical vein. So like, to me, that was really cool. Um, the other part of it is, is like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, if they made this movie today, the Bob Hoskins character would not be played by somebody who looks like Bob Hoskins. Oh no. It'd be like some hot dude. They'd be like, yeah. Oh, Hey, one of the, um, Oh, God, what are their names? One of the CW boys, like a Zac Efron type or some bullshit. Oh, oh shit. The one was married to Miley Cyrus, those brothers. I can't Oh, remember. the Hemsworth boys. Yeah, it'd be one of those. Yeah. The one that yeah. was in Ghostbusters. The dumb him up and put it That's in Chris market. Hemsworth. Oh, yeah, but I would enjoy that. Pretty good luck. Um, but it wouldn't be like that type of character. No. So the character played by Bob Hoskins would be, you know, they put it by like this pretty boy guy. I don't want to see a pretty boy playing that type of character. I want to see an older guy who's been beaten up, who's been, you know, knocked down by the world where he is the alcoholic and where he is like, you know, just, you know, like depressed, you know, having lived through so much. And now here he is. But like even the female character, the Joanna Cassidy character, his girlfriend, it's a mature female. And like, you know, maybe it's because I'm getting older and I wanted to see the mature adults in the roles and not the little pretty boys that I wanted to see back in the day. But it was nice seeing that. I mean, like there was one scene where Bob Hoskins walks out and I don't remember if he was shirtless or if he had the wife later <laughs> on, but you could see all this back hair coming out and stuff. I'm like, they would be waxing that somebody's, you know, like crazy. So yeah. 
you know, but like the animation is fantastic. The acting is great. It, it's just like, and it's a great little story. And then, you know, like you said, the nostalgia aspect of it is just so much fun. And watching those cartoons, seeing Dumbo fly through the window, at one point seeing Bambi run by, uh, Betty Boop in the bar doing her boop, boop, you know, but, you know, like that was just, yeah. it was, it was nice to see that. And I would love for something like that to happen again, but I don't think anybody would be willing to do it. But then again, at the time, nobody thought these two would do it either. So well, it was it, until Terminator 2 came out. So I actually, I love this movie so much. I just, I talked about it on A&E not long ago, but um, when, until Terminator 2 came out, Roger Rabbit held that spot for like three years, I think is the most expensive film ever made. It cost like $70 million. And then um, just a little subtle, like, like Roger, or not Roger Rabbit, excuse me, Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse had to be on screen for the exact same amount of time contractually. So they actually mm-hmm. never appear without each other, the whole film. And just little things like that that had to happen to make the film work is just crazy to me. And then none of the main characters were the first choices. Yeah, and there were several people in line ahead of those, but the the roles are brilliant. And Christopher Lloyd never blinks. That's nope. a character choice for uh, Judge Doom is that he doesn't blink, and he's fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. And he says, "I sounded just like this when I can't I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't sleep now." As an adult, I can't sleep for six days. He's just, it's, it's, it's the first time you really see a cartoon ever die. Yeah. And that little shoe that gets mm-hmm. nipped, that's uh, voiced by Nancy Cartwright, who later goes on to be Bart Simpson. Mm-hmm. And you feel for that shoe, man. It's completely inanimate in a real world setting. But you're like, oh my God, that little clown shoe, I'm supposed to talk to right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's my story. That's all. No, I, I really did enjoy the movie, you know. Is it in my top ten? No, but like I think that's also in part like the age thing where like what year it hit me compared to this, you know, how old you were when you probably saw it the first time. But it really is just a, a really incredibly well made, enjoyable film and something to go back to and watch again if you haven't seen it in a few years, just like to remind you how good this shit was because it's like even i remember when the uh, animated beauty and the beast came out which i think was one of the first digital cartoon movies and digital yeah. animated movies compared to all of the animated movies i saw before the beauty the 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 the, the artistry and beauty and the beast was just absolutely incredible but there is still something about those early movies and what they were able to do. Like, I mean, like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs came out in 1931. That's the same year my father was born. It's 91 years ago, you know? And like that movie still fucking holds up. I'm just going to correction corner you before mm-hmm. someone else Oh, that's does. right. I forgot the Disney pro here. It came out in 1939. 39? Okay. Yes. What was 31 then? Nothing. Anyway. Nothing. Okay. I'll double check. I'm not infallible. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. Well, but now 1937 sounds right. Snow White and 1937. It was the first time that a multiplane camera was used on film as well. That's what gave it the depth. Mm-hmm. Why right. it didn't all seem so flat. Yeah. yeah. 
but like, you know, it's, it was definitely good to go back to see because it's not something I would have chosen to go back and watch, you know, and I mean, just the, the whole Jessica rabbit character, you know, watching her voiced by Kathleen Turner. She's not in the credits. I know. Do not give her credit. I know. Um, But she's got to have one of those sexiest voices. And it's funny because if you only know Kathleen Turner from her recent work, you know, like on friends as Chandler's dad, mother i think is the appropriate terminology these days <laughs> well these days yes <laughs> yeah. but the... back then it was dad yeah. when you know uh kathleen turner first portrayed that character you know you look at her and she looks like this old you know beat up lady you know overweight or whatever but back when she, the, they did this movie you know she was a out and out star she was hot she was lusted after yeah. again a woman she, the, she was in Romancing the Stone, wasn't she? Yeah, Romancing the Stone, yeah. Jewel of the Nile. You know, she, you know, body heat with William Hurt, who just passed away. Oh, I know. And, you know, she's the femme fatale there. You know, she yeah. had like that, uh, which now will just get me into a whole rant about, you know, how back in the 80s and 90s, they had 80s more so, the women were women. They weren't young girls. They didn't look frail. They looked like they could, you know, they could take a pounding and keep going, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, you know, they weren't these frail little things. Yeah. I, well, that's, that's some of that's because we're old now because I heard my parents say the same things uh, when they were our age. And now I'm saying the same shit about like, oh, true. I mean, if you look at a high school kid right now, you feel like they look like they're in like easily like a K-8 school towards the second half of K-8, yeah. but not in high school. And it's it's just I think it's part of getting old as the as mm-hmm. evolution changes right. our bodies and shit. I mean, our great 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 grandfathers were like basically little people. Mm-hmm. They were like five something. Yeah. They were tall. I mean, absolutely, all that absolutely. shit changes. It does, but at the same time, you know, and this is my other thing. I've never. I enjoy pretty boys, but like when I wanted to see a movie, I wanted to see men in it. So like, I remember when um, mobsters came out in the movie theaters, we went and saw it, me and my friends. And I came out hysterically laughing at mobsters. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah. Like these guys were fucking gangsters, you know, fucking Christian Bale was a fucking gangster. He was lucky Luciano. I don't fucking think so. You know, I mean, he did lead that very important newsboy strike in 1899. Ah, yes, that's true. That's true. And he did blow up a high school. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see the Do you ever watch the boys on Amazon? Have you watched that? No, because you don't really watch that stuff. No. Okay. They did. Wait, a- do you mean Christian Bale or Christian Slater? I'm sorry, Christian Slater. I don't know I was why like, I wait, said Christian Wait, when you made Bale. the Heathers reference, I was like, wait, nope. No, we're talking no, different Christians. We're talking Christian Slater, yes. No. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, everybody. Christian Slater. So the boys just released, like, this little standalone animated series with these different, you know, characters, like the side characters or the main characters. And there's this one episode where Christian Slater does the voiceover, and I got so excited. And it's sort of got, like, this Heather's thing to it. So I was like, oh, my God. So I was very excited. I love me some Christian Slater. Um, I love him. Although I used to say about Untamed Heart that I was like, 
Okay, so it's okay that he's a little slow and he has a baboon heart. Because fucking look at him. Like, it's like, why does everyone make fun of this sexy ass man? Have all the sex with him. Bundle his hand when he cuts it. Don't listen to your fucking friends. Oh, no, my favorite Christian Slater movie is Pump Up the Volume. I do like I love that movie. I like that too. That Although movie. I will say, as an assault survivor, uh, that uh, scene in uh, Untamed Heart is a real trigger for me. I have a mm. very I tend to like I don't watch it that often, but like if it's yeah. on, I'll tend to pause it when I know that's coming up so I can fast mm-hmm. forward through it. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's like on live TV or right. whatever live TV is these days, but yeah, yeah. no, it's uh. There's some intense shit that we saw in, like, the 80s and 90s movies that, like, now you're like, huh. Yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the whole, there was, a, I read an article once about someone was showing their kids, their teenage kids, like, their teenage movies. So they went through the whole John Hughes uh, set of movies and, you know, went to 16 Candles, and they just could not understand why we were all obsessed with Michael Schofling's character, Jake Ryan. You know, because um, Jake Ryan... He's fucking hot? Well, but he he turns and he says, I could have her any way I want about, you know, his girlfriend, the, the, the pretty popular one and stuff, about how he was promoting date rape and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I gotta move on because like there's you know like sometimes I don't know this will get me into a whole fucking rant and I we're not think- gonna rant on this but we both disagree because yeah that's just more of a way that like 80s 80s guys were like a little more chauvinistic they were a little more okay whatever I want what mm-hmm. it wasn't like because I fucking rape her it was just like yeah anyway Jake Ryan for life fuck yes Fuck yes. I'm sad that I'm 41 and no one ever sat on a fucking dining room table eating cake with me. Just no. so rude. Make a wish. Fuck it you. It already came true. Fuck you. <laughs> that shit doesn't happen in real life. You know what happens? His shits. That's what happens. <laughs> That's Take right. Take your fucking thumb off. That's what happens. <laughs> You gotta wear orthotics. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what fucking happens. Dude, at least I'll get a really good nap when I get my colonoscopy in the semi-near future. Mm-hmm. It'll be the best. So yeah. excited. And I can get my mom to drive me because they live in the same city. That's there you the go. coolest thing anyone that's 40 has ever said, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah. All right, Perhaps. well... I think this might be a good place to wrap it up. I was going to also do a review of some of the dating profiles I've looked at, but honestly, I'm just trying not to die. So (laughs) I'm going to save that for another episode. And believe me, I have plenty of screenshots. So Uh that's going to do it for that's going to do it for me this week. Anything that you want to wrap up? No, I think that's it for tonight. All right. Today, this episode, whatever the fuck it is. All right. So where can they find us? You can find us at Instagram at Bicoastal Biatches. We have our Facebook group, which is also Bicoastal Biatches. On Twitter, we're at Bicoastal, B-I-O-T-C-1, or just search for the Bicoastal Biatches, and you'll find us. 
You can also email us at bicoastalbiatches at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. And where can they find you, Erin? I am on Twitter and Instagram as T-O-A-O Turtle. And I can be found at Bridget F-A, F is in Frank, A is in Apple on Twitter and Instagram. So join the Bitch Brigade and don't forget to tell your friends about us. We'll keep talking if you'll keep listening. Bye. Bye. Here they are, just two bikers of girls, living life in a podcaster world. We think it is so.